Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, really looking forward to sharing today's perspective with you. As I've done a couple times in the last two weeks or so, I want to share with you another How They Did It episode because there's a difference between theoretically understanding that you can create change and hearing from somebody who's in it, who's doing it, who's done it very recently. And today you're going to hear from one of my fall 12 Weeks to Transformation clients. She's actually worked with me through uh, more than one round of the 12 Weeks to Transformation. And this is somebody who has all the reasons in the world not to do the work, right? Like many of you, she is a busy working mom. She's a pediatrician. And she could have let, I don't have time, get in the way. But one of the things of many that she shares in this episode is that doing the work to work on herself is not something that takes time. It's something that makes time. She was choosing these changes in the course of her normal day, not carving out hours to theorize or meditate or strategize or anything like that. She was choosing these upgrades in her behavior, in her mindset, in her perspective, in the course of her normal life. It didn't take extra time. And that is something that I want so many of you to hear and to understand because oftentimes we'll use this, I don't have time, as a convenient excuse because it lets us off the hook. And there are so many things like that that come up in today's episode, one of them being all or nothing thinking. I asked her, and you'll hear this conversation, I asked her, you know, what was going on with you before we started working together? And she says, you know, I was really into the all or nothing mentality. I was either on or I was off. I was either doing well or I wasn't even trying. And now she's overcome that. But the thing she did to get to the place where she was able to overcome it was first realize that it was just an excuse she was allowing. And when you can see through the stories you are telling yourself and when you show up and say, does that even make sense? Is that even real? Is that even true? Is that even working for me? That is one of the most powerful things you can do to create change in your life. Recognize when you're not being totally honest. When you're throwing down a card because it works, not because it's true. Like, I'll start tomorrow. Or I'm so all or nothing. These perspectives 
are just that. They're a way we choose to look at our choices that's permissive. It talks us into that thing we want in the moment, but just because it works, just because it makes sense to us, doesn't mean that it's real or it's true or it's the only version of the truth. And so Today is really all about being more honest with yourself, which in and of itself doesn't seem like it would be enough to create change, but I'm telling you right now it is because when you can say, Elizabeth, that's not true. Elizabeth, that doesn't work. You've been playing this card, but all or nothing doesn't work in any area of your life. Why do you keep choosing it in this area? These things that feel like big barriers, whether it's inconsistency or... I need to be motivated, or I'm so all or nothing, they're less habits than they are chosen perspectives. And in order to change our perspectives so that we can change our choices, we've got to be more honest with ourselves. And that is what today's episode is all about. It's also the primary focus that I take when I'm working with my clients, when, when you work with me, it's not, hey, here's a list of rules and here's a list of guidelines. Now go do these things and you'll get great results. No, the thing we focus on most is mindset. Because when you fundamentally change the way you think, you fundamentally change the way you behave. And we can't short circuit that process. All the things I had tried before whether in getting out of debt or improving my relationship or losing weight or getting healthier. It was all focused on what I was doing, but then I would run into the same barriers of mindset over and over and over again. I had this list of rules. I had this new strategy that I was going to follow, but here I was making the same excuses, giving into the same delays and doubts, and I'll start tomorrow, and what's the point? Who cares anyway? I'm not motivated. My mindset was getting in the way of every single strategy. And that's why the 12 Weeks to Transformation is not about weight loss, right? It's not about money. It's not about health. It's about whatever change you need to create in your life because regardless of what it is, we have to clear those mindset barriers. Otherwise, they will follow us in every single pursuit. And we'll think it's just the way I am. I'm so all or nothing. I'm so inconsistent. No, you've just developed that mindset and we can change it. Right before I hit record this morning, I was checking in with my fall 12 Weeks to Transformation groups on Facebook, and one of my rookies posted, uh, and she said, I got an email notice that my last installment for the, la- for the 12 Weeks to Transformation, because we do monthly payments if you want to, was pulled out of my account, and weird. I smiled. Why? I had to think about it. I have never spent that kind of money on just myself before, and it made me happy that I had finally invested in myself, finally decided that it wasn't irresponsible of me to choose myself over eating out, movies, concerts, a fourth pair of fashion boots, and the other things that don't last. In fact, just the opposite. Yikes, I thought. I must be worth something for that kind of coin. This life is the only thing I truly own on my own. And it's up to me to make the best of it. Will I move on to become a veteran in the winter? You betcha. I've started this process and to stop now seems foolish when before it felt foolish to start. I don't want to stop until I've achieved the life I've always dreamed of. I am going to make a beautiful life for myself 
no matter what it takes. Guys, when we get to that mindset of I'm going to make a beautiful life for myself no matter what it takes, that overpowers the inconsistency and the all or nothing, but it takes some mindset work. And that's where the magic is. So if you want to learn more about that, if you want to work with me, registration is now open for our winter session, which starts on Sunday, January 5th, but registration closes in just a few days. So go to primalpotential.com forward slash transform to learn more and to register. If you have questions, is this right for me? Email me. Let's talk about it. Let's make sure that you're making the right decision for you and let's talk through any fears or doubts or reservations that you have. Primalpotential.com forward slash transform to learn more and to register. If you have questions, let me know. Let's talk it through. Do not wait. And without any further ado or waiting, I'm excited for you to hear this conversation, how she did it, how she changed her perspective and started being really honest with herself to create major change in her life. Here we go. I had found your podcast, I think, I was trying to remember, I'm sure you know when you started it, but I'm pretty sure it was really early on um, when you started your podcast. I had Um, fortunately found you and started listening so from the very beginning and I just it just um, connected so much to my way of thinking uh, about just life and the power you know each of us have to make change and I've always been just drawn to that like even I'm I think as a Certainly as a teenager, even before that, I was just always fascinated by stories of people changing their lives for the better, transformation. Mm. Um, I, you know, I'd read about it. I'd watch TV shows where they had, you know, kind of like the before and after um, evolutions of of people um, changing their lives. And um, so anyway, your podcast and your message just really spoke to me and um, at some point along the way, and I'm trying to remember, actually, you can tell me, when when did you start your podcast? In, let's see, late 2014. Okay. Yeah. So I had made some pretty major changes over the year prior. My ex-husband and I, uh, gosh, um, well, we'd been together for almost 20 years. We were, we'd been married for, um, since nine, uh, since 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, we separated in 2000, at the end of 2013, mm-hmm. after a really, really, really difficult few years <laughs> leading up to that, um, really, challenging and difficult um especially the last year but end of 2013 he moved out and so um that and it was that itself um, making the decision to get out of a very unhappy marriage was a huge huge step for me to finally take um he wasn't um on board with 
that decision. So it was really challenging, but it was, I, you know, it was like one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, of course, I would not, you know, take back anything because I have two amazing children. So, but my point is I'd come through this really, really dark, dark, difficult time. And I had ultimately empowered myself to do what I needed to do to have a happier life. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, I, I guess it was just kind of re looking at my life in a new way and um, asking myself questions that I hadn't even really been letting myself ask for a long time because I felt stuck in so asking myself like what do I want for my life going forward and what do I want for my relationships and everything and so again I think your podcast really just spoke to me in that time as well and then at some point I don't remember when I signed up for the um, 12 weeks for the first time but it was probably within the first year that I was listening to you Mm -hmm. and I think it was really um, at that point, I think specifically, I I had decided to sign up because I was trying to improve my eating habits mm-hmm. and my thought patterns around food and dieting versus not dieting and all that. So I was looking to change, to make some changes in that realm, first and foremost. And what is different now in your life? And I think more importantly, in your behavior and your mindset Mm -hmm. after multiple 12 weeks to transformation, Mm -hmm. if you reflect back, you had already made one big change, one scary Mm -hmm. change. Mm How is life different? How are you different? Mm. So many ways. In so many ways. I think one huge, huge change is letting go and moving beyond an all or nothing mindset, mm. especially especially when it comes to to nutrition, food, um, taking care of myself in that way. But I think it's certainly spilled over to other areas. But that that has been huge. And I think you know we all have our histories. And I've you know really I'm just focused on what's now. But I was I think caught up to some degree in my history when I was a teenager I um there was a lot going on in my kind of family life that I hadn't dealt with but then I was also a pretty serious ballet dancer and I ended up when I was 14 developing a very serious eating disorder mm-hmm. um that landed me in the hospital for a couple months and so you know and at some point I it took a while to really recover from that but that was you know, a huge, um, huge point in my life. And I knew I would never go back to, you know, basically starving myself. Um, but it took a long time to kind of feel like I could reestablish just a kind of quote unquote normal, healthy relationship with food. And when I did get to the points in my life where I felt like I needed to, (laughs) to back off and slim down a little bit, you know, I knew I would never go back to that to that approach, but I was still kind of doing, you know, some dieting here and there and just an all or nothing mindset of if I'm not all in and I'm not being extremely disciplined every step of the way, then 
screw it, right. <laughs> you know, and then just like abandoning all my efforts and, and goals in that realm until I got to the next point where I was just so frustrated that I knew I had to try again. And yeah. now I feel like through listening to your podcast and going through multiple 12 weeks to transformation um, sessions, I am just so over that. <laughs> like, it just doesn't, I know I really just recognize it does not serve me at all. And I'm so much better just picking up like the next moment or the next day or the next week, whatever it is, if I'm not feeling super great about the choices I've been making, I'm not dwelling in that or just throwing in the towel until I feel ready to do everything perfectly. Um, I'm just, you know, so that's been a really, really big change over the past couple of years. Can I ask you about that? Because yeah, it's one of those things that most people know doesn't work. There's very few people yeah. that are like, yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> if I'm not perfect, I should just not do anything at all, right? <laughs> right, Most exactly. people see the flaw in the logic mm -hmm. and most people can identify, okay, that would never fly in any other area of my life that, mm -hmm. you know, it's either 100% or zero. <laughs> yeah, right. And yet, because it's permissive, yeah. Because it yeah. works to yeah. let us off the hook in a moment. A lot of yeah. people, even though they know it doesn't work and they can recognize the behavior, they don't change it. So can you recall yeah. how you shifted this behavior? I know for mm -hmm. me, if you and I had been talking a few years ago and you told me, yeah, I used to be all or nothing, but I'm not anymore. I would be like, teach me. Like, <laughs> how did you do that? Mm -hmm. How, mm -hmm. how do you break a way of thinking. Do you, yeah. do you pinpoint any of that? Well, I mean, I guess for one, it's just a commitment to practicing that mm. and a real just admitting to myself and realizing the permissive component yeah. of that and really being so much better at able to spot where I'm making excuses and being permissive. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just a lot better at calling myself out when I see that and just deciding I don't, I don't want to be the kind of person who just makes excuses. That's and, such a really key point. Like what you basically yeah. just said is I had to be honest with myself about the fact yeah. that it's not true. It's an excuse. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. really powerful I mean, because a lot of people mm -hmm. don't yet see it as an excuse. Mm -hmm. They just mm -hmm. see it as a decision, right? Like, oh, mm -hmm. well, I screwed up. So what's the point? I'll try again tomorrow. And because right. the good intention is still there, it's not like we're saying, I give up. I'm not going to bother anymore. Right. We're, right. we're giving ourselves that pat on the back of like, it's fine because tomorrow is going to be so much better, right? Exactly. Tomorrow I'm going to exactly. crush it. But when we're really honest with ourselves and mm -hmm. you use the word practice, which I think is so powerful, mm -hmm. when we say today, that line of thinking doesn't fly today. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest and say, that's not helpful. It's not effective. It's never worked for me. It's not right. logical or rational. And I'm just mm -hmm. not allowing myself to play that card today. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's and when I think it shifts. 
Yeah, and for me, I've I'm always um, drawn to like metaphors, and that can help reinforce an idea, you know, within one realm of my life to look outside of that for metaphors and analogies. So, you know, I think even in that, I would just have gotten better at thinking, okay, let me pretend this is a different situation. And you do a lot of that. And I love that. Like, you know, that's, I feel like a big part of how you get points through in different ways is sometimes to use metaphors or analogies so thinking about um you know even just the idea of if you think about financially like would it make any sense at all to say like you know I'm trying to get out of debt and been doing really well and today I went out and bought a bunch of stuff I didn't really need so you know would I Let's just say, buy more. I'm just going to like go on a, you know, month long shopping spree because I did this one thing that wasn't consistent with what I was trying to do. Like, no, like that would just be so ridiculous. I would yeah. never think that way yet because it was allowing me to do something that I wanted to do in the moment in terms of food. I was not able to really see the reality of the all or nothing thinking falsehood in in that realm. Yeah. So all or nothing is one big thing that's different yeah. and that's something yeah. that you've left behind. Is there anything else that's changed in your mindset or your behavior that stands out to you having been through these 12 weeks to transformation? I think the notion of practicing and seeking opportunities to practice in many different areas so um you know and that's again I think something that you have communicated so beautifully in so many different ways through the 12-week challenges and through the daily audio coaching and the podcast is the idea of practicing and that every decision is basically is practicing but you're either practicing something you really want to enforce or you're practicing something you don't want to enforce but you are regardless and so I've really been just looking for opportunities for example so even things that aren't like a really high priority for me not necessarily something I'm writing down as like today I want to make sure I do this and then therefore I'm practicing that but for example, the other night I was, um, I'd brushed my teeth, washed my face, gone in my PJs like early in the evening because I was pretty sure I knew I was just going to be ready to crash <laughs> earlier than usual. And I wanted there to be no barriers, <laughs> just like getting in bed as soon as I felt like it. Um, and that indeed happened. I, you know, I just had been a long few days and I was so tired at one point and it was time for me to go to bed and I was just like got into bed without even turning on the light and then I remembered oh I didn't take my vitamins which I had have on the bedside table and to me like taking my vitamins it's not a high priority like I eat well and all that stuff but I've been trying you know I try to take it I put it on my bedside table so it's convenient and in the moment I was so tired it was just so easy for me to say 
you know, it doesn't, I'll take them tomorrow. Like, Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter, but I don't want to turn on the light. I don't want to get them out of the bottle and, you know, get the water, et cetera. And I knew it would not move the needle at all in a practical sense, a nutritional health sense at all. But because the very fact that I really didn't want to because I I had so many reasons not to and I just wanted to go to sleep, for that very reason, I decided, you know what, that's why I am going to do it. Mm. So I turned on my bedside light and I opened the bottles and I, you know, took my vitamins and and. I, I just saw that as, hey, this is a great opportunity to practice something small that doesn't, in the big picture, it doesn't even really matter, but it does matter in terms of my willingness to just uh, practice doing the thing <laughs> and not overthink it and not, you know, so I don't know if that answers your question. Oh, it totally does or, because, yeah. <laughs> no, it totally does that idea of practice and that it doesn't really matter in what area of your life you practice, like what you're describing is I will look for opportunities to practice doing what I said I'm going to do regardless of how I feel. Yes, exactly. Because one of the things that comes up every single day inside and outside of the 12 weeks to transformation is this idea of how do I get motivated? And the reason it comes up is is because people feel like they have to feel something to yes. do something. They have yes. to feel high drive to eat well, because if it's one of those days yeah. where they feel like they don't care, then they don't. But what really makes people successful is not having it hinge on how you feel. Yeah, exactly. And that is, that's also a huge thing that I've, I think I've changed a lot and I'm still really working on that because absolutely. I just, you know, I think in the past, you know, I've been, I've been really motivated to do big and hard things. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like whether it's the discipline of dance or going to medical school and residency and all this stuff. And I guess I just kind of found myself in a, like in certain areas of my life that I wanted to change. I was just waiting for that feeling of like super Mm -hmm. high inspiration, motivation. And I have realized over these past few years working with you, especially that it's no waiting for that feeling is not, is a dead end. And um, if you really want something, you got to do it regardless of how you feel. The feeling may or may not come with Mm -hmm. practice, but it is absolutely not a prerequisite. And if you wait for that, you're going to be missing out. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, the beautiful thing is, and I know that we've talked about this, whether at Ascend or in the 12 weeks of transformation, we -hmm. can create feelings, right? So Mm -hmm. we can undoubtedly create the feeling of motivation, but we also need to own that it's not required because I don't know about you. Well, let me just ask you instead of, I'll yeah. say for me, yeah, I don't always want to motivate myself. I don't always mm-hmm. have, yeah. I, I don't feel enough energy to do that or I'm just like pissed off and down. And in the past, yeah. that would be all I needed to write yeah. myself a permission slip to do whatever and sleep in and watch Netflix mm-hmm. for hours and not get my work done and eat whatever I wanted. There are many, many times that 
I just don't feel like doing the work <laughs> yeah. to motivate myself. Has, has that ever yeah. happened to you? Like, or being oh. in a funk and you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, I could change my perspective and not be pissed about this, but you know what? Yeah. I just want to be pissed. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. And so <laughs> the thing about waiting for the feeling or waiting to desire to create the feeling mm-hmm. is that it's a recipe for being inconsistent. Yeah. And if we instead just say, I'm going to look for opportunities to practice taking great care of myself when I don't want to, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to look for opportunities to do the thing I said I was going to do when I said I was going to do it. Every day we all have this opportunity when our alarm goes off in the morning. It's not just about, do I need to be up right now? Or can I get away with an extra 20 minutes of sleep? That's not it at all. It's, this is a chance to practice being somebody who does what they say they're going to do when they say they're going to do it, regardless of how they feel. And honest to God, that is a superpower for success. (laughs) That is like the difference maker between the people who are inconsistent and don't feel in control of their drive yeah. and of their progress and the people who are consistent and do feel in control. I'm so glad right. you brought that up because right. it's a game changer. I would love, yeah, it's huge. I would love to feel motivated every day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and I can get to work there. out and yeah. Yeah. Right. I can totally yeah. <laughs> do the work to get there, but I don't want to, rely on that because there's multiple tools in the toolbox at any one time. And one of those tools is simply recognizing that this is an opportunity to practice being this type of person. And the more you do that, all of a sudden, one day you're going to realize, holy crap, I'm that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so pretty major. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it is, like you said, a superpower and it's just so exciting to discover over time how how powerful these shifts in mindset can be in every realm. Totally. Um, Recognizing that all or nothing is an excuse. Recognizing that motivation is not required. Those are mindset Mm -hmm. shifts. And then there are also Mm -hmm. opportunities for practice that unlock a million new levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's amazing how feeling good about doing those things, doing that work just spills over in so many ways into, I don't know, like, I feel like even just since Ascend, so just the past few weeks, even, I'm finding myself so much more present and authentic feeling in my interactions, like at work with my patients and families, because I think it's just I'm being more honest and upfront with myself Mm. and that allows me to show up that way with and for other people too in little ways that I didn't even realize I wasn't (laughs) before if that makes sense. It does and I I'm interested to know because you have a very demanding career you're also a mother Mm -hmm. when you say you know, you're being more honest with yourself and you're paying more attention for anybody out there who feels like I just go through the whirlwind of the day. Like I don't even 
this, this awareness of how I'm thinking and if I'm making excuses, I'm not even noticing that because I'm just racing from one thing to the next. How is it that you've trained yourself to, to do those things while living a very full life? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like ultimately my life is so much harder when I'm not and when I haven't been. It doesn't feel like more work. It feels like I, you know, I, you know, have however many thoughts a day, like you were talking about um, at Ascend and in a recent podcast, like we have this, so many thoughts every day mm-hmm. and those thoughts trigger feelings. And so we have millions of different feelings at any given moment throughout the day too. And so that's, that happens regardless within my busy, you know, demanding um, career and life as a full-time single parent and all this stuff. Um, I'm going to be thinking things and feeling things all day long either way. Mm-hmm. So I might as well think things that are going to be um, helpful to me living a fuller, happier life. And it doesn't take extra time mm. to do that. That's, I'm just- so glad you said that because for anybody out there who's like, I don't have time to think oh, about no. what I'm thinking yeah. about. I'm like, no. yeah, yeah, you do. Because <laughs> yeah, it, cause totally. it doesn't take any, because you don't need any. No. So yeah. No. This is all. something no. that happens while you're interacting with your kids yeah. and while you're seeing yeah. your patients and while yeah. you're driving your car. It's, yeah. it's not a carve out time and mm-hmm. meditate on what you were thinking for the last three hours. So the notion Mm-mm. that we don't have time is just, it's yeah. an excuse. It is. It is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it's, it's not more work. It's, I, I mean, it doesn't make things more difficult. It makes things easier and better. Yes. That mm-hmm. is what I want people to really key in on that these kinds of things that don't take time and they don't mm-hmm. take skill they do save time mm. and they do save energy yeah. and they do accelerate yeah. progress. So they're free. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, sure. that's so major. What would you say to somebody who has not been through the 12 weeks to transformation or they haven't been to ascend and maybe they've spent time and money and energy on improving or changing themselves before and they haven't done the work or they haven't followed through. So they're really doubting, like, should I? I don't want to let myself down. The ego comes into play to protect us. What mm-hmm. would you say to that person that's like, I want to make these changes, but you don't understand. I haven't been successful before, so I'm not sure this is for me. Right. Well, I would say the fact that you haven't been successful in the past tells me that you probably need something completely different Mm -hmm. and I don't mean a different diet or a different trend or fad but a fundamental shifting of perspective and approach 
and the 12 weeks to transformation is all about that yeah. and gives you tools that you will use for the rest of your life, not just while you're trying to lose weight or get out of debt or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like fundamentally life shifting in the best ways possible. Yeah. And I always tell that, myself that like the very reasons that people say they're not sure are like the <laughs> yeah, exact reasons exactly. that people need to do something different and need to invest yeah. this energy and this time and this money in thinking differently. Because if yeah. you continue to think the way you've always thought, you're going to continue to yeah. get what you've always got. Right. I mean, that's why you are here listening, wondering whether to do it yeah. because uh, apparently what you know, the past ways haven't worked. And right. so it's time to figure out what does. Yeah. And it really mm -hmm. does begin with the way that you think because mm -hmm. there are infinite numbers of tools and infinite numbers of strategies. But if you remain the same in terms of the excuses you generate, the excuses yeah. you accept from yourself, the doubts and delays that run through your mind, no matter what you try, you're going to get the same exact result. Mm -hmm. And so we have to change the way we think so that the same old excuses no longer apply. Like you can't talk me into all or nothing now, but right. before that showed up in everything that I tried, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So yep you're, you're spot on right there. I, I don't usually ask this question, but I'm curious to, mm -hmm. to hear your answer. Mm -hmm. What are you most excited about now? Cause you've done a ton of work. You've created a ton of change. You've, you've been to ascend, you've been through multiple 12 weeks to transformations mm -hmm. in your own life and your own journey and what you're working on now. What are you most excited about? Well, there are, a couple things that first come to mind. One is I'm excited to to really make my health the a really top priority in every single way and to get into the best shape that I've ever been in mm. in a healthy in a healthy way. Um I've been a while since I've felt really great about my body composition. It's it's okay, <laughs> but I think I found myself like I'm I'm 46. I, it's kind of it's too late. <laughs> I'm like what 46? How was that too late? But I really had fallen into that kind of mindset that I'm like no, that is so crazy ridiculous. I'm 88. So it's not too late. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's one thing. Um, I, my clinical practice, um, I'm a pediatrician, um, that has changed somewhat over the past year in part because I had a pretty serious health, um, uh, something uh, earlier at the beginning of this year, I was out of work for a few months on medical leave. Um, and there, I have some chronic underlying stuff that kind of led to that, but I had to really back um, back away from the hours that I had been sustaining at work, and so I'm I'm working fewer hours than I had before. But even within that, I really this earlier this year, those 
few months when I was really sick and then kind of reemerging from that really was an opportunity for me to reexamine like is this what I'm doing right now practicing general pediatrics like the way that I am and I have for the past 14 years is this how I want it to you know is this how I want to practice for the next 20 plus years mm-hmm. and um I realized that although I love so many things about it I I'm not there's room for growth and mm-hmm. I actually really am working to find a way I, I would love to teach these kinds of mindset shifts and the powers of of changing thinking patterns and mindset to to kids mm. and um because I think you know it, it, in altered ways but the same concepts and these same skills and practices I think could be just it would be amazing for kids to grow up um learning how to do these things and so I've been I'm excited about the prospect and I'm really kind of at the beginning of figuring out how this would look Mm -hmm. um but to find a way to incorporate this into my practice or even to shift my practice at work um to more of a focus on these kinds of things that's so cool yeah (laughs) yeah well I am always deeply grateful when somebody is willing to step out of their comfort zone and talk about changes that they've made and tools that have worked for them because it's very relatable. And I think it takes people from the theoretical into Mm -hmm. the practical. So genuinely and sincerely, thank you for being willing to share your experience with everybody who's going to hear this. I know it's going to make a big impact. Absolutely. Of course. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, I'm always, I mean, I'm happy to say or do anything that's going to help somebody else as well. And I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. And I just want to say you are amazing and inspiring. And I'm so thankful and grateful for you and everything that you have been doing over these past few years. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.